In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Welcome to Curious Freedom with Kirsty Faruja. That's me and friends. And I've got two of them today. So we have been here and we have a new guest on today. So I will let her introduce herself in a second. Today we are talking about organizing for complex medical needs. And we have got an expert with us because this is her lived experience. So Anna, would you like to introduce us to you and tell us a little bit about yourself and the circumstances that have found yourself on our podcast? Yes, I'm a big fan, so thanks for inviting me. I have a, a four-and-a-half-year-old who has complex medical needs and we have a whole room of medical supplies. We're very lucky or fortunate that we've organised it so that we have probably half a bedroom of supplies and then a few other places. So my little boy has four medical devices attached to him. Uh, he has a central line where he receives overnight nutrition into his bloodstream. So it's called parental nutrition. And He gets about 80% of his nutritional requirements through that. And then he has a gastrostomy button. Some people call it a peg. Um, He has a a Mickey button and he receives formula through the day through that. We call it a bolus, so a short giving of formula. And then he has a a sort of a, a unique situation of two additional buttons down lower that work with his intestines. So with the volume of pieces or devices, then he has a significant number of medical supplies to go with that. And each year there seems to be more required. And we had Kirsty and Belinda come out, I think, three years ago before COVID. And we only had two, well, I think we only had one device then and a four by four Calyx. And that was really helpful. That was the initial organizing of the system. And then we've moved house about six, eight months ago, had more of the team come out and wonderfully help set up a big system with multiple items. So, yeah. Yay. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself too? Oh, yep. Um, So I'm a registered paediatric nurse. I've been, I think, 17 years as a a peds nurse and I'm on a casual pull at the moment trying to get back to to doing some shifts. But um, once we become a bit more medically stable, I think, and I always use we because um, a family of of a little boy and myself, and he's not far away from me at any one time. So he experiences the trauma and the pain and I feel that for him and it is his experience but I use the we term because we do it all together. 
Yeah, I just I, you're just such a beautiful mum to him. I know the first time that I think it was just me that came out to see you that very first time and I got to meet him and he's just oh, just cute and the same age as my daughter as my youngest as well. So yeah. that's cool. He goes through a lot, hey, but he's he's just such a cutie. <gasps> yeah, he's had seven abdominal surgeries. Yeah, four and a half and a couple of central lines we do pretty well with those and he's had extensive hospital stays yeah he's now going to preschool and loves spending time with his cousins and his nana and we try and add lots of fun and social things in between the medical and the, the procedures yeah oh you're doing so well I think with, you know, with everything you've just described to us and all the challenges that he has, that obviously comes with that is a lot of supplies that you need. And I know that I learned a lot in that first session we had together. I've got no medical background at all. And I just was quite, I could see how you were overwhelmed because everything you needed to order comes in bulk and these massive boxes. And so I thought we did pretty well being able to sort you out and set things up. Did you want to talk a little bit about what that was like? So once we had the system set up with you guys, having a place for everything can make sense, but sometimes just doing that initial setup and finding the flow of where things should go and the labels and that's that final part that I find tricky to get to. So that was part of the great help. We unpacked so many boxes and then I could see what we had, Mm -hmm. found spots for them and had labels. It seemed that I had less originally pre-COVID and it was a bit trickier but now we've got a bigger system more supplies and everything has a spot and it's very I would say very organized and I am not an organized person (laughs) and the med room is the most organized room in the house Um, and it really has a spot for everything and it's labeled yeah even though sometimes I might not get to the boxes straight away we get a weekly delivery of some things we get a monthly delivery of what I order and then we get a three-monthly. And some things you have to order in bulk that do stay around for quite some time. But once the delivery is there, it's very quick to unpack it and put it in their spots. And when I'm describing to other people, if I'm in the middle of a procedure and I ask someone that's in the house, can you go grab that? I can visually say, oh, it's three cubes along and two down or from the door, go this way and down. And I think because I've constantly kept up what you guys have done that it's saved a lot of time and the few times that I don't unpack things and it starts getting rumbled in the boxes is pretty messy so yeah it's been a great help and sometimes I go in there and go thank goodness this is organized because the rest of us is (laughs) yeah wow that's so cool I love that you can visualize exactly where things are and you can tell someone else so that whole load isn't completely on you. Can You can yeah. actually say, hey, can you go grab that? And yeah. I think I remember when we were unpacking things because you had a lot of things to do with his line and all of that yeah. and you were like, well, this is the morning one and this is the evening one and, yeah. and, and grouping it like that because I think I was like, oh, well, these are all the same and you're like, oh, no, actually we need to separate it out like this yeah. and this. So I, I think it was great that, you know, having organising skills is excellent but then having that expertise of yeah. exactly tweaking the organising for exactly what you need to make it easier. So 
yeah. when you're half asleep and you have to get up and attend to him, yeah. you know exactly where to go and you can yeah. just rumble around in that box or that And drawer. I have the, right at the door, the two closest or three closest cubes are the stuff that I need in the middle of awesome. the night. So I don't yeah. store them in our room, but um, yeah. I just, you know, go straight in. But I realised in the second time when we've moved and there's a lot more, um, it was sort of some insight into how I think in my organising as well. Yeah. So someone was saying, oh, let's put all the sizes together for the syringes. So we have three different coloured syringes and I think about five different sizes within each of those syringes. So, I don't know, 15 drawers with all the yeah, different wow. syringe types and it's really easy then to open a drawer and go oh we're down to the final five that's what I've got to order next time I haven't got into writing a system of ordering and things but I know some families do talking about the morning and afternoon things one of the initial things that the hospital sends families home with is the suggestion of when we connect to the line in the morning or disconnect in the morning and connecting in the evening you make up a press seal bag of everything that you need so you just grab that press seal bag with I think 14 items or whatever it is already packed in that bag and so once a month or once every six weeks we'll pack those and I do have to credit my support workers. We do have, we're very grateful to have support workers who do those boring but very important jobs to pack yeah, the packs for us. That's awesome. And so first thing in the morning when I'm disconnecting him, I just go and grab one bag and that's all I have. And then wherever he is, whether I'm disconnecting in the room or in the lounge or at the table, and I, I have that all set up ready. And the same with the evening, which takes a lot longer and there's a lot more items to use to connect him. Yeah. So that was one of the first organising tips for a a complex child that I was given. And I know a lot of families use that that are doing connecting to to PN. And so if by chance you're going out or you need it when mobile, you can just grab grab a bag as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea because it just cuts out a whole lot of steps. And if you're kind of rummaging and you've forgotten like a crucial element to the process you're going through, then that just, you're like, oh no. And you, I don't, I don't know how easy it is to stop me. No, we have to de-glove and um, get that item and wash hands and then go back to re-glove. And he's doing pretty well with staying still, but previously it was impossible. I used to have a little pack of the extras in case there wasn't something, but our beautiful support worker, you know, she's done it so long now that there's never anything missing from the pack and we've got it down pat that we very rarely ever would drop anything. So we're, we're pretty good in that pattern. But yeah. the button supplies, like the line, you do the same thing every day, morning and night. So we suspect he'll be in a lifelong, but his gastrostomy, so his peg button, people call it peg, there's a variable way that it can be used in a day and a night and so all of those different options have to have equipment for them and I'm not gloved up and sterile so I can run back and forth but it is about keeping in the same position before he moves off so grabbing the set we haven't yet done bags for that but I pack his school bag he has his own lunchbox because he does have a little bit of food orally. Then he has his formula bag that goes into his gastrostomy and then he has his emergency bag and I pack the formula bag with whatever's needed for that day with the button supplies. So, and then you have <laughs> and you have emergency button supplies as well. So multiple, multiple, I, I think I counted because I've got two Calexes, a 5x5 five five and a 4x4 four four and then a 1x4. 
Yeah. So they have a many 50 something and yep. we're using every single one of them. And there's a couple of boxes in the cupboard as well. And like I said, I'm very grateful that we have the space because I know mm. most families are trying to find any space. People put it under the stairs and in the wardrobe and people have trolleys, like some people order big like hospital trolleys, emergency mm-hmm. trolleys and have all the drawers, but then they have to have boxes on the side. Families have, yeah, some set up in the rooms, some in the lounge room. But I suppose the, the main tip that I found from you guys is finding your own way to pack yeah. them. And if it changes, that's okay. As things, you know, you use less of that or you use more of that. And there's some beautiful accounts on Instagram and Facebook of uh, sort of girls in their young twenties who just love decorating their trolleys and they're so organized and beautiful. And like some people have their pantries and, and some people are very proud of their supplies, but Mine's, I wouldn't say pretty, it's organized and labeled and that's what we need. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. That's, um, I love that people yeah. are, you know, <laughs> making it beautiful. Well, why not? If it's something you're yeah. using all the time and you want to look at it. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's right. It's, it's all about taking what you have and making it work for you because there's no yeah. point organizing something in a way you should. Like you said, one of our team members yeah. was like, oh, hey, let's put these together. And you're like, uh, uh-uh, that's not how I think. That's not where I'm going to go to look for them. This yeah. is how it needs to be. Yeah. So I think that's such, such an important tip because I can only imagine that parents and with with kids or themselves with complex medical needs, the nuances, the little things that would be different, there'd be no one person exactly the same. No. So I think and that's a great And how you use tip. it as well. So yeah. G-tubes and gastrostomy and other children and families and adults have another type of tube called a jejunum tube as well. So they might have two different types of supplies for medications in one and feeds in another. So even if you don't have a central line or the two extra buttons, you've still got multiple things. And then there's an earlier step from that with new little bubbers coming home with NG tubes. And so there's a lot of supplies that need to be organized on top of all the baby supplies. So that can be really daunting that first step into that world of not only doing all the things, but having the supplies handy and learning what everything is used for. And I think there's a lot of expectation on on these new mums that have first time NG tubes that can come at any time in a baby's life, but stepping into a complex medical world is is daunting and having, I suppose, lowering their expectations because mm. their life has changed the difference to what they thought. And yeah, it doesn't always have to be pretty. Well, it never is for us, but mm. <laughs> it's organized so anybody can help you grab what you need and labels just make so much sense. I don't have labels anywhere else in my house <laughs> for anything, but for, you know, the, the syringes, there's, you know, the three mil, the five mil, the 10 mil, the 20 mil of, of the purple Enfit syringe, which goes into the gastrostomy. And then we have the 10 mil of the, for the line. And then we have flushes for the line. And, and then we have the oral syringes. And then we have all the adaptions that go with the Enfit syringes. And so, there's a lot and to have be able to put your hand on anything is is great so I do thank you guys so much for coming out and for encouraging and also making it a system that's easy to keep on top of that's so awesome to hear
got a question. I'm like, yeah. to both of you, I was like, how did that first session go? Like, Belinda, what was your response when you walked in and Anna said, all right, we're doing the bedroom? And how did it go with you going, okay, how, like, what, what was that first session like from you, both of your points of view? Yeah, I just remember being like, very honest. I was saying, I know nothing about any of this kind of stuff. So you tell me what you need. I'm like, I can help do the organizing part, but you're going to need to tell me like what it is, what it's used for, how it needs to be grouped together. And then I think we kind of just got into it really. Like we unpacked things and yeah. And that was the main thing because it, I mean, like most of my spaces, it looks overwhelming when it's disorganized. And so just the the common sense to take the stuff out of the room to see what space you got. And then to, and, yeah. and I was embarrassed by the amount of boxes that I hadn't unpacked. Having you guys come in and not worrying about that at all. It's like, no, no, we're here to help. And, yeah. and there was, you know, soft plastics in there and there was other things that didn't belong in there. And there was, you know, clothes that he'd grown out of. And then half of it was, you know, my mum's craft room and it was all mixed in. That's and right, so yes. being yeah. able to take the boxes we needed, clear them out, and then we had the space and I had yeah. a few things you put into those drawers already and then we sort of reshuffled. And I remember we we found spots, but then I said, oh, no, no, I need that all together and we'd move it and, and then yeah. right at the end it was labelled. But not thinking we had to, I had to get it right the first time. It was, um, was really helpful. And there was only a very few things that I changed during COVID of when we were locked down, but it was definitely easy to upkeep and like I said I don't always get the boxes out straight away but knowing that I was going to talk to you guys I I was sort of conscious the last couple of unpackings and going yeah it is quick I should just do it quicker (laughs) like do it more promptly and even in the last three weeks we've got a new piece of equipment as well another piece and I was able to reshuffle a few things to go okay I'm not using that at all and put that in a box away and then find a spot for the new stuff so yeah that's awesome I was going to say have you found it easier to easy to adapt when you've needed to add extra things in or additional things in or bigger yeah. things in as he's growing and things like that yeah well because I do have the space like I had more you know cubes available and yeah. we do have some paperwork things and manuals and and things that are on top as well and I've since the team was here last, I got some more of those clear draw things like you can get at Kmart to put mm-hmm. on the top open ones. So they've got some oh, that awesome. are open shelves, some that are drawers and some that are the cube boxes. But then I needed easier access to different types of dressings while these new buttons are healing. And so I just got a couple of those drawers that stack on top of each other that are clear and I didn't yeah. get to the label part, but because they're clear, I can see them and yes. and they're right at the front. So having it set up, then adapting to it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. I guess, yeah, the, the job, the biggest job is getting it established. So that's, yep. that's so great that you're able to adapt it to what you need and, and things like that. And I think, did we set up a hospital, like a little pouch? You had this awesome envelope, like a, it was like a giant pencil case that I think we put some things in for like a grab bag to go to hospital maybe. Oh, yep. I'm just wondering, yes, did that yes, work we did for have, you? Or? Yeah, yeah, we did have, Um, so he's got, uh, I think, 
we're very grateful, knock on wood, that we haven't had a recent hospital admission. So, so the good. last one I probably haven't repacked. We usually have a clothes bag packed and yeah, so it's my clothes, his clothes, and toys. <laughs> we even yeah. have some double up of his favorite books so that those books are in the, yeah. the medical bag or the, the go bag. And then because sometimes we go to hospital and they don't in emergency have what we need. So we have a couple of supplies of things that we have at home that we need there initially. And yeah, it will always end up using them in emergency. Yeah. And then he has an emergency bag that he goes everywhere with. So whoever takes him in the car or at school, wherever he is. And we have pretty much a minimum of one set of everything that he needs daily in that bag. Plus then a couple of like a blood sugar machine and a SATS probe and change of clothes and some nappies and all of that. So it's in sort of a, a nappy bag, but those backpack ones so it's yep. you know not babyish but at the same time got enough pockets and holes and it fits underneath the pram he still uses the pram off and on and then separate to that then he just has his his little school bag with his lunch box and yep. and the formula bag as well and when I'm in the car, we, we do a lot more mobile now since post-COVID. We're out and about more and, and adapting and doing things. You know, he's connected to the machine for 14 hours. So if we need to get somewhere, we're disconnecting. Some people don't feel comfortable, but I've become more confident in doing that. So we disconnect in the car, in the car park on the way. Oh, wow. That's great. If I haven't grabbed that little go bag, I can still find in the emergency bag what we need and then the thing is like everything you've got to repack it <laughs> when you use something from it but um, yeah it's not too often but it's having as much as you need I'm probably a little bit of an overpacker but the fact we've had so many emergency situations where I've had it so I, I you know that extra pair of gloves and the vomit bags and all of that stuff so yeah. yeah, that's awesome. You you said you're not an organised person, but I really don't believe you. <laughs> the rest of the house. <laughs> if I had um, if I had the funding, I'd get used to do everything. But I think I feel like I can justify having having you guys for you know we did his clothes one time. Yeah, that's how we did his room. Yeah, and then the med room, and we've had yeah, have you guys out twice for that. So yeah. Yeah, that was really helpful. And even when you said about working out what you need versus what someone else would think. So I realized mm. that I'm a color person. And mm. so the labels actually have like purple syringe, not just 10 mil syringe or NFIT syringe, but it's the purple 10 mil syringe. And then I've got the oral 10 mil syringe and then the yellow, I mean, the orange. And yeah, so I realized. I'm a colour person, I delineate everything by the colours and then yeah. by the uses and so having that on the labelling, it's what works for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's no point putting it all together by size if you think in colours. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The whole point of making of organising is to make it easy to find what you need as quickly yeah. as you can and with yeah. emergency situations you don't want to be wasting time. You want to just grab yeah. what you need and go. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. So it sounds like the Calyx unit has worked really well for you. I know we've spoken about everybody's unique, everybody's different, different families have different needs, but what would be your tips for families who find themselves in similar circumstances to you? What would you suggest for them? So keeping as much 
as possible together and even having a smaller trolley of your daily supplies. There's um, these Kmart four drawers or there's, you know, the six drawers from Officeworks and having a bit of a separator in the drawer and having what you need multiples of and then, you know, boxes in the cupboard and labelled if that's the space you've got. I know some people have a like a laundry two-door cupboard in the garage and just take out the week supplies and put in a trolley or a container, you know, if you've got a one of those big lock things, but I think that could get a bit messy inside. But yeah, labels and everything on hand that you need and adapt and have a little bit of space free so that in the short time it's going to be filled up with just an extra thing that you find. Yeah, we have 90% in our bedroom and then a couple of things in the bedroom and we just take the bedroom stuff out to the lounge room when they need it. But some families have like those little caddy things and have a couple of supplies for the day and refill that. So there's a million different ways to do it. depends on your space and the volume of what you use through a day and how often you get deliveries. Most people would be delivering once a month and then once every three months, I suppose. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think I love that you said that you may not have labelled those new clear containers you've put up the top, Mm. but you can very easily see how much, like when stock is running low and I can imagine you can just pop into the med room and just look in the drawers and you can visually see without even needing to have to keep a list for yourself. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to be creating more work than you need to just because you (laughs) think you should make the list. Yeah. So you can very quickly just look in everything and see what you're running low of to make the ordering process more easy as well. So that saves you time, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. And because we have a couple of boxes that refill too, and I just say to support worker, if you refill the, I don't, are they called drongos? I don't know what the Calex boxes the are. The drone boxes, yeah. Drone, yeah. yeah, if you refill that from the box, let me know because I'm going on the visual of what I can see in those boxes. But, yeah, it definitely helps with reordering. So yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would love to share with our listeners? I suppose lower your expectations of what you need to have ready. Really, in the beginning, it can be overwhelming and, mm-hmm. and yeah, you I think everyone adapts as things go along and you, um, it becomes a lot more comfortable and automatic in some ways and then find the bits that works for you. And if you have help at all, definitely label so that other people can help you and you can direct someone in an emergency or if you're caught up hands busy that someone else can grab something for you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. It has been an absolute delight to see your face because I haven't seen you for ages. <laughs> and to you. just hear how you guys are going. And I love that your life has been made a little bit easier. Yeah, I suppose I didn't talk about I didn't talk about medications at all, even though it's called the med room. <laughs> there is all the medications. I was thinking more syringes and, and bags and lines and dressings and things, yeah. but there is some spaces for the, for the, all the meds, but um, that's yeah. a lot less volume than all the other stuff. So yeah. yeah, but it still all fits together and you've got space. And I love that you said don't fill it up completely, leave yourself a bit of space because you might find something else that needs to go yeah. with it. So yeah. that's a really good tip. Love it. Yeah. Thanks for having us.
Well, we wish you and your beautiful boy all the health in the world and we can't wait to continue to support you if and when you ever need us back again um thank you again anna for being on our show and bringing your expertise your lived experience to our audience we really appreciate it thanks for having me okay we do have a review today I just found it this morning and it's titled five stars and it's a five-star review. And it says, congratulations, Kirsty, on your brand new podcast. I have loved listening and spending time with you and your guests. I love your new logo and I'm cheering you on with all of my heart. And that was from Mandy Hose. That's wonderful because that is how Anna has come to us through two peas. I'm a massive fan. (laughs) So yes, I had to read that one out today. So thanks, Mandy and Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, until next week, we hope you have a beautiful week and we can't wait to be back in your ears again then. See ya. Bye.